Hello everyone, welcome back to the Pointless Void Podcast, a podcast where two friends and screenwriters get together and turn a dumb idea into a movie idea. If you listened to last episode, you know that we are continuing the episode. Zero time has passed for me and Carter, but a week has passed for you guys. So we're continuing right It has right been two away. seconds. Two seconds, literally. Two seconds. <laughs> Turned off the last episode and started this one. So um, let's continue talking about who who the leader is, the angered Hera. Mm-hmm. And this is not going to make sense if you haven't seen last episode, so go watch that first if you haven't. Yep. Let's see. Do we do like something big like the President of the United States, or do we do something like local? <laughs> Just the mayor. <laughs> Just like the mayor does something to anger um, Hera. I, I think that's more funny. And plus it like um, isolates it in a single like little location because yeah. like that's, that's like the thing about like Michael Myers is that he always went to the one town. Uh-huh. Like he just terrorizes this specific town. So yeah, I kind of like it being a small local leader because then we can isolate it mm-hmm. a little bit more. So what would the what would he do to what would that person do to anger the god goddess Hera? I mean, god, I don't Hera is very easy to anger. Like she's known for that. Yeah, like Hera curses people all the time. That's her like favorite pastime. Do you think it could be like an affair that would anger Hera? I mean that's what that's what uh um angers her the most. Is it? I feel yeah. like it would. Like I mean naturally. <laughs> because because like again, the gods are not good people. Right. <laughs> They're like yeah. cheating on each other all the time. And so whenever Zeus whenever Zeus would go and have an affair like he did all the time, for some reason instead of getting mad at Zeus, Hera would go and curse a town. The human who who did that. Yeah. Here, we're getting our video started again. Okay, we're going video again. So, um, yeah, that's like Hera's specialty. So, did uh, the mayor uh, sleep with Zeus? <laughs> I don't know. Sleep with Zeus? <laughs> Let's say he did. Um, he, slept with, he slept with Zeus. <laughs> he? Let's make it a guy. Oh. <laughs> Actually, Zeus has, like, they have they do homosexual stuff. That's not. Yeah. In, like, um, classic Greek or Roman culture, I believe. I, I can't remember if we said the mayor was a guy or a girl, but Mm-mm. let's just make it a guy for fun. Cool. So, so uh, yeah, I think Zeus is a like he he he's a bad guy. He like will he'll pretend to be someone else to trick you into um doing into like not just sex, but like he does he he's done a lot of crap to a lot of humans. Yeah, he doesn't care about them. Right. That's what I don't understand about like Greek and these different ancient religions is mm-hmm. like, why do you worship a God that like doesn't care about you? Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like their whole point is just pleasing a, ruthless. I guess it's, I guess that's why is they don't want the wrath of, of the God to be pointed at them. Right. And then you watch Disney's and you're like, I don't know. Zeus is pretty nice. No, I'm just yeah. He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> I don't understand though. Why did he just like leave his baby child? This is the Disney version of Hercules. Mm-hmm. Why he just left his baby child down there. It's like, oh, well, can't get him now. Yeah. No, I don't know why. Like, it's like, cause you're not a hero. <laughs> it's like, <man. laughs> what? Like, how does you're a God? You don't have to earn it. But then all of a sudden you drink this random potion. Yeah. And now it's like, well, now you have to earn it. Like, what? What is the logic there? Yeah, there should be a potion that gets you. 
You can make a potion to go back. There should be a potion to go forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the gods like have been known to be able to make other people gods. Yeah. Like there's, there, there's been lots of stories of humans becoming gods because the mm. other gods want it. Right. So they could have easily like, Oh, oops. They almost got mm -hmm. away with it, but let's make Hercules a God again. Our said, yep. They got, mean, he has to earn it. Tough love, tough, tough. parent love. <laughs> Now I say this, Hercules is actually one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah, like, I, like I it. love Hercules, but it is really funny. Like, <laughs> really came up with all that. And yeah. So. Um, what happened? I mean, the movie Hercules is so different from the Greek stories, right? Like, uh, I don't think Hera was. Zeus was the father of Hercules, but Hera was not the mother. Really? But in the movie, Hera is the mother. Uh huh. Um, that pink-haired. That's why he's a demigod suit. in Greek mythology, is because um, Zeus yeah, is he's the a father, demigod, and, and then, then a human is the mother. Is the mother? Yeah. Just, I'm pretty sure. Okay, let's set up our uh, mayor Zeus sex scene in this movie. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> um, Fair. Bada bing, bada boom. I mean, would it? Could it just be? I mean, could do the Zeus thing. That's totally chill. But could it be like she just has an affair? Like, or he. I guess I don't know if it's a he or she mayor. Or it's possible that Hera was with this mayor, but then he, I don't know. Like, I don't know. He yeah. upset her in some way. And gods can imitate humans, right? Yeah, they can really do whatever they want. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe she imitated a human. Got with the mayor. And then he was just a, what do you call, just chauvinist towards her. She's like, I do not stand for this. A womanizer or whatever, yeah. Yeah, she finds out he's with someone else. Mm -hmm. And so she sicks the, sink, the sphinx on on the town. Yeah. How big of a town we talking? We talking, I mean, where? What? how big was the town you grew up in? Was it big? It was like a, it was a good suburb area. High school of like. One, one high school in the entire city with 2,000 people. It was okay. like, yeah. 2,000 people. So that's small. Like 20, 30 minutes outside of downtown. Like yeah, I grew. Big city, Salt Lake City. Okay, yeah. I grew up in a very small town as well. 1,000 people. I graduated high school with 18 people. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um. So that's, I mean, we're going to college in a very small town too. Um, 5,000. Yeah. And that's with like the 3,000 people that are going to college. Right. So it's a small town. <laughs> like it's 5,000 during the school year, like 2,000 two, during 2,000 or not even that during the like summer. Yeah. All the jobs just kind of like all the restaurants just kind of like close down their hours until the snow college students come back so that yeah. they can. <laughs> my, that's the opposite for my hometown. Our, my hometown is a big, um, recreation like resort town mm -hmm. and so summer during summer our population like grows by 10 times oh my goodness and then in the winter it's very small really just basically the business owners and their kids yeah and my, a few people that are willing to vacation in the winter because there's stuff to do in the winter too oh yeah like snowmobiling skiing and you see my hometown it was just like everyone just lived there like it wasn't anything there was no vacationing. There was no, like, people leaving. Everyone just kind of 
just lived. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And so. But th- this definitely is a small town, though, in the movie, I feel like. Because I'm feeling small town vibes. Because it makes it more intimate when, like, you know the person who died. Right. Or you know the person. Like, everyone. When it's just, like, some random person. Like, this is actually a sad fact about life. Like, when there's a school shooting, there's school shootings, like, three times a month in, a, in the United States on average. Mm-hmm. And then not even school shootings, but mass shootings. There's more mass shootings a month than there are days. Wow. Like, that's a real-life statistic in the United States. But, like... Us having never experienced one, yeah, it doesn't like like we still care about it, but it just doesn't hit home, unfortunately. But when you know the person who died, it's a different story. I feel like mm-hmm. there was so that was very Oxford. Do you remember the Oxford school shooting? Um, no. Okay, so that was in Detroit, and it was where four students were killed, seven were injured, including a teacher. Um, it was in my sister's, my sister's best friend went to that high school. It was in Michigan. Um, and it was big. Like I realized it was a weird experience having it be the high school next to us. It yeah. was like two high schools yeah. next to us, you know? Um, and yeah, like it was different because we knew a girl, like we talked to her afterwards and you know, she of course had a little bit of PTSD from it naturally. I mean, like it's of course traumatizing experience for a 14 year old, you know? something they should never go through. And uh, she was saying like they went home school for like the rest of the year. The school took like two months to open. Um, but the, it was always in the news. Like we were, everyone for months followed it. While, you know, you hear about mass shootings or school shootings in other places and it's like four days and you're like, man, that sucks. Like it's in your mind for a little bit and then it kind of disappears. You know what I mean? And the news goes on. But when it's like in your, like right next to your town, and you know someone who was in the high school when it happened, it's crazy. Like, it stays for a yeah. while, for a long time. Well, I've actually said this before about school shootings. Like, I feel like as awful as this would be, they should, like, release photos of a classroom that had been shot up. Like, that would be terrible, and you wouldn't want to look at that. But that would, like, make people, like, actually be like, oh, this is really something we need to look at. Yeah. Like so many people, like when a school shooting happens, then you see a bunch of conservative people like protesting their guns harder. Right. I'm like, why are you, this is what you play decide to do right now mm-hmm. is like, Oh, we need more guns. Yeah. But if you saw like, so it's kind of like, I was looking this up cause I forgot mm-hmm. the guy's name, but there's this uh, guy named or not a guy, but like a 15 year old boy named Emmett Till. He was 14 actually. Oh yeah. And no, I know the, yeah, the yeah I'm sure you know Till. the story. He's mm-hmm. very famous. This, um, yeah, but exactly. He, what happened to him is this was this was very early civil rights movement, kind of before the civil rights movement in the United States. It was like fifty. Yeah. So wasn't this it? this was when we full blown full blown systemic racism in the United States, where mm-hmm. um like swimming pools were designated white and black stuff like this, and this fourteen year old boy Emmett Till, very, he's like a very charismatic guy for his age and he goes into this store and there's a white woman who is like the store clerk. And just because he's a charismatic person, he's kind of, I, he was perceived as, I guess, flirting. That doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what he did, but these four or three fully grown men followed Emmett, um, 
brutally killed him, like dam like damaged his head. Um, and I think they hung him. I'm not exactly sure how they killed him, but it was, it was awful. And Emmett Till's mother, instead of just like kind of hiding it away, she decided to do an open casket funeral, which means that his body was brutally like mutilated. And you can see it's terrible. You can see the pictures online. Like, yeah. Just but of his entire those pictures existing or and like people are like, oh, this is a real issue. Mm-hmm. Emmett Till, this boy, this human, this man, was brutally murdered by these people because they didn't like the fact that he was black. Right. And now that people saw that this is like now that they actually saw this, mm-hmm. now like that really kicked off that was like a big thing in the civil rights movement. Yeah. And so I don't know what brought us to this, but I was just saying like with a school shooting, I feel like that should happen. That will make people be able to really fully understand. Yeah. Cause you can imagine the problem it, of this, but you can't, you can imagine it, but you also but you, can't, you can't do unless, it to that extent. Like unless you your child is the one that right. was killed. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to ever really care even? Right. And it's hard. That sucks. Honestly. Yeah. So we went into a very serious conversation, but where did that come I from? I have no idea. I've been trying to <laughs> go back trying in to our go... train of thought. What were we talking about? Small towns. Guns. Oh, I was just saying how like it make like w- the reason I want it to be a small town is because when you know the person, yes, it yes, makes it yep. more of mm-hmm. like a like an issue that you care about. That's yes, why and then we got with that. Yeah, K. Okay. Yep, 100%. Now we're back on it. But I agree, we should do small town. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh huh. What should we name it? It's got. It's got to be in this franchise. This is going to be the place we the town yeah. we hear all the time. Ah, uh, let's see. To raise up my mic a little bit, but it's stuck. I don't know. A name that popped into my mind, Creek. I don't know what Creekside. Creekside. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. That Creek, just Creekside's like, kind of a cute town name. Yeah. Like we're going back to Creekside. Creekside. Have you heard what's been going on in Creekside? Yeah. Palace Hills. I don't know. That's fancy. That sounds like a fancy name. Palace Hills. Palace Hills. Yeah. Is that a? Is that a? I mean, Creekside <laughs> is a place that I know about that that, yeah, that you're drawing from. But uh-huh. is Palace Hills. Did you just make that up, or is that a place too? Uh, that's I just. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it could be a rich town. But it could be. Yeah. Nah, I think it's just an average, like middle class town. Mm-hmm. Palace um, Creekside, Creekside. So I think Creekside's a little yeah. more farmy. If we don't, more, if we don't change it, I, I mean, I don't. I, I like Creekside, but we can come back revisit that if we want to. Yeah, but, we'll just start. With Creekside. But I like Creekside. Mm-hmm. The city of Creekside. So what we there needs to be like an inciting incident that like mm-hmm. f- before we meet our protagonist, it needs something bad needs to happen to someone else. Yeah, like, that's very. I mean, that's just classic mm-hmm. writing. That's what they do a lot of times in these type of movies. Could it be the mayor's kid? No, that's too close to home right away. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Hera would be punishing him by not punishing him. By punishing others. By punishing the others around him. Yeah. And maybe eventually. Could it maybe start with like a staff member? A staff member's kid? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where it's like close enough, but not too close. Where uh-huh. it's like they're a normal person, but they still like sometimes work at the mayor. Like, you know, they're... Like they work yeah. there. You kind of drawn off, right? 
trying to think. Maybe it's someone that Hera met when she was a human and that she's like, I just hate this kid. No, <laughs> no. Or, uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly who. Yeah. I don't know who it is yet, but so what is, it gonna... just happens to a, to a kid, right? To someone's family. So I met, so I feel like I just imagine, um, I think what makes a, murder i don't do we want to go from full on murder route but i guess that's how it was in your store in your dream because they were trying to kill you right yeah but you ended up dodging. what's the other route you were thinking well i i don't know i i just i just didn't know if you wanted it to be a full-on slasher film but i think it is yeah so i feel like what makes us murder scary is when the victim feels safe for a second uh-huh and then but then it's too late, but um, like they're already getting killed. Right. So I imagine like this child, like the Sphinx takes on the form of their dad. Yeah. And so it's like, you feel that would safe. be scary. That you would feel be safe. A... And then now you're getting killed. Mm -hmm. And that's also, that's yeah. That's also makes the audience feel terrified. Cause like, wait, who the people I trust, it can happen to them. Yeah. Like, you know, that's know. kind of the point. Mm hmm. Now, here's the thing. Does the Sphinx only... It says it preys on youth, but, you know, there was also adults attacked because they had to solve the riddle, and if not, mm -hmm. they were killed, right? Does she kill the adults as well? Or could, if they die, can she still replicate as them? If that makes sense. Like, you said it was the dad. Could she kill the dad and then replicate as the dad? Or does that person have to be alive for them to replicate? I think the person has to be alive. I like it. It kind of keeps more stakes in the game for her. Like she has to worry about like, you know what I mean? Like she can't just go kill someone, replicate them. Like it's yeah. a little more like she has to have a little more of a game plan on her side. Yeah. And I think that I think they did this in a supernatural episode where the person would take on someone's skin. Oh really? Um, but yeah, they, they killed the person and then took on their persona. Hmm. So, yeah, I think we're doing it. We want to do it differently. Yeah. Where the other person has to be alive. Uh-huh. And so. And and again, like we would we were mentioning in the mm -hmm. last episode, um the person if they if the real life person shows up, the clone fake version Vanishes. can't can't exist. Yeah. Mhm. Mm and so is that how and also, the thing is, the whole point of that Sphinx is that it has a riddle. Do we incorporate this riddle? That's the Greek one? The yes. Greek one has a riddle? The Greek one has a riddle. And that's how it stopped is they got this guy to be able to answer the riddle. Okay. Interesting. Um, I mean, that's true to mythology. I just don't know what riddle we would add. Yeah. It's like, I have no idea. I don't know <laughs> riddles that well. Yeah, riddles aren't my thing, really. Yeah. And I, I don't even think we need to add the riddles. I was just thinking like. No, yeah, it's a good thing to, thing bring, to up. bring up. But yeah, I don't really like, unless I come up with something better, like I yeah. think of something, I don't really want to add that. The riddle moment. aspect. Mm -hmm. She's just doing vengeful enough. So what's a way you can stop? what's one way you can stop the sphinx yeah 
So I guess you could kill the clone, right? Wouldn't yeah. kill her, but it would kill, you know, the clone that she made. Yeah, well, one way... I mean, I think you can kill it like you can kill a real person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or, again, you... Walk in the get, same room. Get the real-life person to be there. Mm-hmm. Or... I guess those are the two options. I don't think we find out how to kill the... We find out how to kill the... the to effectively kill the clones, but I don't think in this movie we find out even... Oh, at no, all I how agree. to end the Sphinx. Yeah. I think we just find out about the Sphinx in this movie. Like, yeah, that's like the only thing we realize is that there's like this, like Sphinx going on. So that's actually an important thing to mention is that we like, we're saying that Hera brought the Sphinx and the Sphinx was killing people, but, and, and because of the mayor, but we don't want that to be revealed. Oh, you're so right. we, the mayor isn't a part of this story yet. We, these are just random like it can be someone from City Hall, but we don't find out why that's an important connection until, until later, until the end. Yeah. Okay, that's a good. So idea. yeah, the mayor mm-hmm. isn't even really a character in this movie. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. That's true because we don't want it to be revealed that early. Like that tells us exactly what it is and what. That exactly. Yeah, that tells us who Hera is, what her deal is, who the Sphinx is, and yeah, that's not something that we want to know. Yeah, we there's just random like wh- these crazy clones coming out of nowhere, right? And, and that's and so our signing incident is probably just this murdering that happened, where you can see a little bit in the clones into effect, just a little bit. Like I don't want to be like full blown, but you can see that there's something weird going on with like replication. Where like, yeah. I don't know. You were saying like you, the weird thing is you could feel totally safe with someone, but you realize that person might be. Yeah. So obviously right away, the audience knows what's going on, that mm-hmm. there's these clones because I, I don't know. So like I was saying, like a child would be killed by their father, but how would we know that that wasn't the actual father? What I think is the child gets killed by the father vanishes and then the father runs into the room. Okay, so then you know we, what I mean. So yeah, like, they'll show it like. So we know that there's something more then, than just a dad killing. And we're like, child. wait a sec, yeah, we're like, and it's no, it's not. He's being possessed because he that, just left. There he you is, know and I now mean? he's like calling the police. Yeah, trying to figure out what's going on. And in fact, a neighbor could have seen it. Said the dad killed her. Oh, and then he would go to prison. And then he would go to prison, and he's saying it wasn't him. You know, he doesn't know what's going on, right? And that's where uh-huh. like a lot of confusion comes in. Yeah, and that's so. So I feel like the first murder happens like like that like mm-hmm. what we just explained with the dad, and then the dad running in the yeah. the killer disappearing, him going to prison, and then like I don't know how much time would go by before the next event, mm-hmm. but like because we as an audience know that something's weird going on, but the um the characters in the movie only know that oh this crazy dad murdered their child yeah, but I think. What it could be is the dad, you know, you hear both sides of the story. You hear the woman's story and you hear, like, I don't know. I'm saying, like, maybe someone saw through the window, right? Yeah. Saw the dad murder the cat, the child and all that different kind of stuff. And they could say it. And then, I don't know, after the kids see, they survived the clone incident, right? Uh-huh. And they have already heard about this story because this is probably big news. You know, you're in a local town. You hear it do we have them maybe in the first movie piece together that what happened to him sounds very similar to what happened to them. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. To the point where it's that. And then they can start figuring out. But I say there's other killings in between. And then they start trying to piece together like, you know, that happened through there. That happened through there. You know? Yeah. Um, I think in these sequel movies, I think, or not in like in these franchise movies, Mm -hmm. the first movie, like in later movies, they start to connect dots. That's true. Yeah. But in the the original movie, it's very just like isolated. Like everything is just happening. Right. That's true. So, um, I feel like, yeah, we, we aren't going to be like, like maybe in a later movie, someone can, it can happen to them and then they recall the first movie. Yeah. But in the, but how, I mean, unless you have a better idea than this, but how I envision it is just, yeah, this movie just kind of being an isolated thing. I like it. Mm-hmm. Like your classic, you know, first slasher, you know, mm-hmm. experience where it's just showing isolated events. In yeah, and I, and it definitely builds like, like, um, in the original Halloween movie, he killed three people. Really? Three. But in Halloween Kills, he kills like 55 people, I think. Like it just, really? it escalates so wow. hard, so fast. <laughs> yeah. So I don't no. even know why I brought that up, but. I like that though. Like stay hit harder, you know, At some point they realize it's his face, blah, blah, blah. And then getting into Hera. But in the first movie, yeah, no, that. That's a good idea. I don't even think they'd make the connection between, you know, that man and mm-hmm. what happened there. Yeah. So, so we have the original incident. He's in prison. I don't know how much time goes by, but something new now needs to happen. And this time it happens to our actual protagonist. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's what should happen? Or do you think it should happen to someone else first? No, I think it should probably happen to our first protagonist. Okay. <clears throat> like they did. The only thing that came into my mind was maybe something happened afterwards to someone he knew. You know what I mean? But other than that, I if we don't go that route, I think we should go where it happens to him next. I think regardless, he needs to be like, he needs to be invested into it or like involve him by some means, whether it's someone he knows that gets killed next or it's now in his group of friends. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, now their situation and their incident with the with the Sphinx. Yeah. Mm. I'm just trying to envision envision these scenes. Right. What do we want to happen next? So so in my mind I'm just imagining the original killing like the this kid is in his playroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how young? I don't. Do I like killing like kids? Like killing teenagers is fine, but killing ki- like even even like these super brutal Friday the Thirteenth, they uh, don't kill kids that often. Yeah, they kill teenagers, which are kids, but not like kids. Kids. Yeah. Do we do teenagers? That's the youth. I mean, yeah. teenagers are youth. I say 12 and up. Yeah. Cause I, I was imagining a kid playing in his playroom, but now I'm like, Oh, that's like, yeah, like, that's like, <laughs> like a kid, like, be, like thinking uh, their dad is coming to play with them and then gets murdered. That's like, dark, that's, br- dark. that's dark. That's really dark. Like it's dark, a teenager, but it's just feels worse when it's like a, yeah, like a six year old. <laughs> we, I say we go 13 and up. Okay. 
Hera's still a mother. Hera's still, you know. I think she's like the god of mother. What's, what's Hera's the, Hera the I don't know. goddess of? Maybe that's her thing is she doesn't send them. I don't think she's the motherly one. That's uh, Demeter. Or I don't know which one, but let's see. What is Hera the god of? Okay. Goddess of women. Oh, so she, we're not going to kill any women. Only men. Because Hera is the goddess of women, apparently. Oh. Marriage and childbirth. So I think she doesn't go after kids. I think she has like a... Yeah. Thing with it where it's... I'm going to say that 13 actually, and older. That actually puts a little bit of a... Like her being the goddess of marriage and childbirth and women... Mm-hmm. Would she be doing this? Like killing off. Well, she's not doing it. The Sphinx is doing it. Yeah. But does the Sphinx have a mind of its own to like make decisions outside of what Hera wants? Probably. Yeah. Maybe I'm just saying maybe in a later movie, the Sphinx ends up going away, ends up, I don't know, maybe powerful enough where she breaks past Hera's. I mean, it's a, there's a possibility like, I mean, if we command, you know what I mean? We would have to totally change what we had built up before, but like, uh, Hera might not be at all involved. Like she, she, she put the Sphinx on Thebes, Mm -hmm. but after she did that, the Sphinx is now its own thing. Yeah. And the Sphinx makes its own decisions and it maybe went went to sleep for a long time Mm -hmm. and then decided to wake up and went to Creekside for some reason. Yeah. So, that, so that's an option. I don't know. Just because I, I don't know. I just feel like Hera being wouldn't. the like being the goddess of marriage. She well, being woman, she definitely wouldn't want women to die. But yeah. then, men are also a part of marriage for women. So I feel like she wouldn't. That's just not her and style. And then childbirth, she wouldn't go after youths. Yeah, like the Sphinx. You know, the original kind of story in Thieves is where. So I feel like the Sphinx. She Hera probably lost control of the Sphinx. Yeah. The Sphinx is doing its own deal. I like it. Maybe what the story is, she's put it on thieves, got out of control. Oedipus, which is the guy that actually solved the riddle and was able to banish the Sphinx. The Sphinx just jumped off a cliff. Do they do they talk about what the Sphinx's riddle was? No. What? I'm sure they do. What was the Sphinx riddle oh, to? right here. Oh, what I walks with one. F- on four feet in the morning, two in the afternoon. That was the riddle. Yeah, that's like a such a cliche one these days. But I didn't realize that was like a classic mm-hmm. riddle of the Sphinx. Four legs in the morning, two at noon, and three in the evening. It's humans. See, I hate that riddle though because, like, it makes sense. Like, oh, they crawl as a baby, they walk as a middle aged, and then they have the cane. cane. But I don't know what the word saying afternoon three at night life is not one day. I mean, maybe it is to a God. Yeah. I just think it's, but uh, that's like not a fair riddle, <laughs> right? Cause it's saying like, Oh, what, what, what thing changes throughout the day? It makes sense if you say, Oh, what changes throughout the lifetime? Yeah. But not the day. I don't like the riddle. Part of the L part of why so many people think L part of the reason why so many people died from this riddle because she had a bad riddle <laughs> the riddle master had a that, bad that almost be like kind of a f- comedic thing to it is like her riddles are like bad they, riddles they're kind of like a typo yeah <laughs> like a typo, <laughs> a typo riddle 
They're like, what? Now I do want to add riddles to this movie. <laughs> Typo riddles. That's <laughs> awesome. It's like no one can solve it except like the most stupid person ever because they don't actually understand it. Yeah. And they're like, what? What'd you like get smart that from? Pe- smart people can't get the riddles because they think too hard about like the logistics. Yeah. But the typo that the Sphinx adds in <laughs> a dumb person just. That'd be kind of funny, which is why the kids get it. Yeah. The kid is able to get the riddle. No, I <laughs> that'd actually be kind of funny. Like the typo riddler. <laughs> typo riddler. Does the riddler from Batman even do riddles? What's his deal? I in the Batman, what was he doing? He was doing riddles. Cause but he it was just like knew who Valcone was and who the rat was and who ended up getting all of them out. And he was slowly oh, yeah. giving the information to Batman with riddles because he hated the person like Falcone and his group. And so he was slowly giving the riddles to them while also actually it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but he was also trying to figure out who the main rat was too. Right. And he was trying to get Batman to find it out for him. Uh I can't remember the movie. Actually. I remember liking it. I remember thinking it was good, but I can't remember what was going on (laughs) in recent Batman movies. They make the villains a lot more legit. They used to be so cheesy. Yeah. Like what, what was the original cheesy Riddler? Well, I just don't know. It was Jim Carrey. Yes, uh-huh. dude. Oh, my word. I forgot <laughs> great, about that. Still a great villain. I mean, <laughs> Jim Carrey, there's nothing wrong with a cheesy villain. But, yeah, no, it was very cheesy. Now it's, like, very realistic. Like, the Joker in Dark Knight, like, a very realistic thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I didn't like, like, that's why I actually didn't like Penguin in a, in the in the Batman. Because, like, he was just, like, some gangster that's just named that for some reason. Because he has a long nose, and so they called him Penguin. Like, like I, that's like, it. <laughs> I like big pot-bellied top hat penguin with, like, an umbrella gun, and, like, uh-huh. that's what I like. Yeah. No, I like the cheesy. I just like as cheesy as you can get. Yeah. No, I get that. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> like, I don't want cool the Riddler. Well, he wasn't cool. He was... He was quite nerdy, in fact. Yeah. But he was more serious. They very took serious him serious, yeah. very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what they put is if he's dark, then he's more realistic, I guess, is like their kind of thought process, I feel like. Yeah. Even with like Bane. I mean, Bane's always, but Bane used to be like, he Bane would get was, stuff into his muscle. Like he had like this thing and it would inject into him and then he would like turn super strength for a little bit. Bane was unintentionally funny. Yeah. Like they tried to make him serious, but then like his mask and he, he like talked with the, uh-huh. it like made him like, like super cringe. And the, uh, the, it's, I think it's supposed to be one of the most serious like dialogues in the movie, but it's the most memed is you think the darkness is your ally. Yeah. I was born in the dark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> darkness exactly. is only your friend. <laughs> it's a great scene though. I actually love it. But, but yeah, it is. Quite Which one meme. is that? Is that the dark? That's the dark Knight rises. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was that a, was the Dark Knight? Did they do three movies? Yeah. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Batman yeah. stuff. Fun Batman stuff. Again, I forget. We get in tangents, then I forgot where it was <laughs> leading. <laughs> it was leading to. We were talking about. Oh, we were just talking about villains. Sphinx. Yeah. Being, being more cheesy than she is serious oh, because mm-hmm. she's a typo. The typo Riddler. Typo yep, Riddler. Oh, the Riddler. Yeah, the that's Riddler. Why, okay. That's where we got from was being the typo Riddler. <laughs> yeah. 
And then I was saying the Batman version of the Riddler is not the typo Riddler. He's the he's the legit Riddler. Yeah. And then the Jim Carrey, that's the typo Riddler. Right. I think it'd be really funny because I feel like it's insane enough where the riddles, you can solve them and it makes sense. Like morning is the beginning of your life. Afternoon's the middle of your life and evening's the end of your life. Like it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you're a day. You know what I mean? And so it's pretty funny because I was in a, I was helping in, you know, I work in elementary school and I was, you know, helping with math and this kid's like, I need this help with this problem. And I'm like, okay, what's up? Let's, what's this problem? And it was the most complex worded problem ever. Like the math made sense. The math was legit, but that how they worded it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It was like, Angela goes to the library. Angela gets five books after she returns three. She has six now. How many books does she own? How many books does she start off with? I meant. Um, and I'm like, what? I was like, wait a sec. And like, <laughs> I brought it to the faculty room and it took a while for everyone to figure out what it was. I'm like, she got five after, she got five after returning three, now has six. How many did she start off with when she went to the library in the first place? Five after returning three. So she got five books after returning three. She now has six. How many did she start off with? And this four? was for second graders. So four. Because she had four books. She returned three. three, got five. Now she has six. Yeah. That wasn't that hard. <laughs> what? No. It, okay. <laughs> I, I said it too easily. No. <laughs> Wait, um, we did it and we got one. How did we get one? She had one, like she returned three. She had one still. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Because we guessed four. Wait, I can't remember. <laughs> I'll have to look at the book again. <laughs> it was. Um, I just looked up. Shorted. I just looked up uh, Smeagol's riddles because that's probably another one of the most famous riddles. It was from Hobbit. Mm -hmm. And then we have what has roots that as no one sees is taller than trees. Up, up it goes and yet never grows. See, though, that fits, feels more like a riddle to me than the. Yeah. What is. Like, honestly, the Sphinx riddle sucked. I didn't know that was the one she did. You're like, that's that fake. Because everyone knows that riddle. That riddle yeah, but that is that seems like, like just like a new, like, mm -hmm. stupid riddle. Yeah. So, in Sphinx is a... Do you know the answer to that riddle I just said about the... Has roots, no one sees, is taller than trees, up of it goes, and yet never grows. Mountains? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just remember that from the movie. Yeah. Voiceless, it cries, wingless flutters... Toothless bites, mouthless mutters. I actually don't know the answer to that one. I think it's the wind or something. So this is pretty funny, that. actually. In Assassin's Creed Odyssey, they have um, the Sphinx boss. And the Sphinx gives you riddles that you need to solve, and there's 12 of them. That's, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, as small as your thumb, I am light in the air. You may hear me before you see me, but trust that I am here. Hear me before you see me, but say the beginning again. As small as your thumb... I am light in the air. You may hear me before you see me, but trust that I'm here. Um, egg. A hummingbird. <laughs> you may hear me. Trust that I'm here. What? Why would a hummingbird trust that I'm here? In spring, I am gay in handsome array. In summer, more clothes I wear. When colder it grows, I fling off my clothes, and in winter quiet, naked appear. That's actually a really good one. Interesting. Just a <laughs> just a person? I don't know. No, it's a tree. 
Uh, taking it. Yeah. Say it again now that I know what it is. In spring, I am gay and handsome array. In summer, okay. more clothes I wear. When colder it grows, I fling off my clothes. And in winter, quiet, naked appear. Oh, yeah. That's so obvious now that. Yeah. yeah that's weird. Though. That's yeah. A, that's, that's a pretty a good, good one. one. That's like actually that. a really good one. I like that one. Now, I'll do one more. Um, let's see. Some try to hide. Some try to cheat, but time will show. We always will meet. Try as you might to guess my name. I don't even Is get that. that. Fair. <laughs> guess my name. Yeah. I hate those type of riddles. Like uh, this one's the worst one. Like Bilbo asked Gollum, "Like what have I got in my pocket?" pocket. Yeah, and he's like that's not fair. <laughs> you said ask a question. It's like, come on, Bilbo. You yeah. know how, you know how to play games. <laughs> Like, you know, he said question, but he meant mm-hmm. part c- continue to play the game. So the answer was death. Okay. Some try to hide, some try to cheat, but time will show. We will always meet. Try as you might to guess my name, death. Oh, the try as you might to guess my name is just like a weird way to end the riddle. Yeah. That makes sense. Some people try mm-hmm. to cheat. Have you ever tried to cheat death? I've actually almost died a few times. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. This was close, kind of. Yeah, cutting up in your head. Yeah, I'll, I'll show it a little more to the camera. See if you can see it. Go down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's it's probably yeah. I think it was seen on camera. Okay. Yeah, you have. I have a um, giant scar on my forehead from a car crash when I was two. Fun times. Nice. It's pretty sweet. Nice. So I when have I almost died? Um, my mom almost hit me with a car. Not like <laughs> no, what, I, what it was, was we had, um, our driveway. You drove like down into the garage oh. rather than the driveway going up into the garage. And so when you would leave, you would have to back, you'd back out of the garage and up a hill. Mm-hmm. And we live in a very snowy, icy area. And so there was one time when, we, my mom was leaving for like an extended time. Like I think she was going on a trip for like a few days. And so like just my dad, me and my siblings were like alone. So like as she was leaving, we were like in the garage, like um, saying like goodbye to her because it was the last time we were going to see her for a few days. And so she pulls out. And so I like go kind of outside of the garage mm-hmm. and I'm like standing on the corner. And then she like starts to slide down the hill <laughs> Because she, because she lost traction, and so she came back like towards the garage pretty fast. Uh-huh. And then, like, I moved out of the way, like right as she like hit where I was. Oh wow! So I guess that's almost dying. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> There's probably a few other moments, but I can't think of them. But yeah. Oh, I freaking fell off a 16 foot floor to another floor. What? How? Have I not told you this? Was this in construction? Yeah. Yeah, so, you did tell so me. So I this. built, I was building, I might even have said this on the podcast, but I was building a hardware store. Um, that's what the company was building at the time. And so I was upstairs, we were putting in railing, which is ironic. And I accidentally stepped off the edge because there was like some plat. So what was happening is they, we were f- getting near the end of the finishing the store and the owners had already started setting up their shelves like to open the store. So like there was product mm-hmm. and so we had some plastic up cause we were working upstairs and we were making a mess still. And so we had put plastic up 
um, so that like no dust would go down onto all of their product they were going to sell. Yeah. And so when I was sitting on the edge, I couldn't really like see the edge because the plastic was in the way. And so I stepped on the plastic and went through and then I fell and I landed like on the shelf, like crushed it completely (sighs) and then hit the floor. And if that shelf wasn't there, I would be dead. Like I would have hit my head on concrete and I would have died. Like there's no question. Like it was high enough that I wouldn't have survived. But since I hit the shelf first, it kind of cursed like low a I got bit. like I hit twice instead of hitting once really hard. Yeah. So that was the time I almost died. Oh no, our bat the battery on my computer is running low. That's unfortunate. That's sad. Do we need the computer? It's it's the video. Oh okay. But um, I think we'll have a little bit of time. We'll we'll, we'll make it to the end of this episode. Perfect. So we'll hopefully be all right there we go um okay hmm. this all came from the type of riddler and so <laughs> back to that yeah do that um trying to think where do we go with next can i explain all this i don't know um Do we want to have the... See, the problem with doing part twos or going longer than an hour Mm -hmm. is we get to be able to set up more of the movie and that leaves way more holes than... So now we just have to keep going and keep going and keep going. Yeah, and just filling up a bunch of holes. Um, But, I mean, we're not quite in an hour, so we're not going to end now, but like, we're not going to finish this movie Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. I think we finally. I'm finally proud of a movie. The last like three episodes, I haven't loved. Like the movie idea, yeah, yeah. They've like we came up with some good premises, I think, but like this one, I really like. Right. So this might go into more multiple parts as well, like Old Town Road, the movie. <laughs> Another great one. Great one. Both <laughs> mythology based. Yeah, it, that's kind of true. Well, it became mythology based at the end, like of right. last episode of Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. If you watched that, it's a great episode. Highly recommend. Yep, one of my favorites, and I think one of I think it's one of the fan favorites too. It's one of the most popular episodes. Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. The second one is the most popular, but the original is. I mean, that's important to the to the second one. Yeah, to the second one. Right. So definitely give it a looks. So I guess one aspect that we haven't added to the movie at all that was in your dream was like this cat. Yeah. What was the deal with the cat in your dream? So the deal with the cat is the cat is the one, the Sphinx, right? Was the cat. Yeah. And so the thing was, is the Sphinx wasn't the clones itself. It was making the clones. Yeah. So the cat was the form that the Sphinx took. Yes. And it was like it looking at us. And so we were all fighting and it was like outside on a perch looking in. Mm -hmm. And it was like it looking and like looking at its beautiful work. Right. But I guess, I don't know. The way that we kind of been going with it is the Sphinx cat turns into the clones if that makes sense Mm -hmm. 
Can it do one at a time or could it do multiple? I, 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 I prefer actually the clones not being the Sphinx, but being a creation of it. Yeah. Cause that way it's, you can kill one, you can kill the clone, like fully kill the clone, but it doesn't affect the Sphinx at all. Right. Makes it two separate like enemies almost, you know? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like godlike creatures in Greek mythology can very easily, I mean, they created the humans, right? Like just kind of on a whim, mm -hmm. the gods created the humans. So it's a very similar, like the, the, the Sphinx isn't fully a God. So it can't create humans, but it can, but create, it can create close, close to -ish it. things, close ish, close ish things that can be intimidating for a bit. Right. And so it creates these clones. And then, yeah, I feel like that's mainly the first movie is like, we don't even know what's sending these clones. We just know clones are like really in the end, clones are killing. And then we see a Sphinx. So like, I feel like all this stuff that we've talked about with the Sphinx is not even in the first movie. Mm. Like the killings yeah. are, but what the Sphinx is and knowing that yeah, it yeah, is exactly. even the Sphinx. That, that, yeah. Just as writers were trying to set it up, but yeah, you're right. Isn't until like the second, third, you know, isn't until later movies that we figure out like what it is. So yeah, I think, I mean, I think we can end this episode just saying that the first movie is just a lot of these clone killings. And then, so, so we won't, we, we set up the first one. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of them are similar mm -hmm. and I like the aspect of the first dad being in prison and then there's a bunch of others. So now let's, before we end the episode in a few minutes, let's, let's really get a concrete end. Okay. Even though the ending is the hardest thing to do, but mm -hmm. like, what are we going to do to like allude to, Oh, this is more than just a random event. This is the Sphinx. Ooh. Like does someone find, eh, that's kind of boring. I'll say it anyway, just cause I had the thought. Is it like someone does research and then they learn about Thebes Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is like exactly like Thebes. And then that's kind of cheesy. But then we see the cat. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, no, I get what you mean. Like, yeah, I mean, we can totally go with that. That's good, a good slasher movie needs to end with people thinking they're safe, but then realizing they're not. But then like right away, someone realizes they're not. Uh huh. And so, hmm. Someone has to know that it comes back every year. I said we almost do the end of the movie. It's like the fight, right? But the thing is at midnight, it goes away because it's only for 24 hours, right? Yeah. Is what we say. It comes back. It was one day. And then at midnight, they disperse. But how do they like figure out the Sphinx? That I don't know. Yeah. Do they see it at the end? And then kind of like in the resolution and conclusion, we see like him searching like all over the internet. Like, you know, they're like, hey, pretend it never had. Like, you know, they go and do their separate things. And then it's like, bam, he goes to his basement. <laughs> and it's just all, and he pulls out all this research that he's been trying to do. And you yeah. see like news articles, you know what I mean? Uh, I like, I actually like that. You know, like he's pretending, web, like, he's pretending like he's not, you know, they're he's trying to move on, move on. 
But then he goes downstairs and he's like looking up all the stuff, trying to figure out what it was. Uh-huh. And you and, start seeing these things. And you see a little th- glimpse of like, oh, he, he got it. Yeah. Like he's on the right track. Well, like, I guess the audience wouldn't know it's the Sphinx either, but that's, mm-hmm. that's where I guess you find out. Yeah. Like you see, you can see like some stuff that he's like, uh, I don't like, like, I don't think that's what it is, blah, blah, blah. And then it can even get pulled up to like where he looks up Sphinx stuff. And it like focuses in a little more, you know, and he starts to realize like you can see that he's on the right track, that this is what he's going for. Uh-huh. And he's practically there about what this was. Mm. And I feel like that's a little more of a different way, you know, of introducing it at the end. Yeah. I like it. Cool. I think I, we set up our first franchise. Mm hmm. And I, yeah, I'd, I'd love to actually flesh this out because, again, I've been watching a lot of slashers recently and I love them and I'd love to make one, so. It'd be sweet. And this is a little bit different. The thing about a slasher is it's hard to, like, the reason that Halloween, like, Halloween is very generic, but the reason it was able to get away with it because it was the first. Right. And then uh, Friday the 13th, like, they, they've admitted they ripped that off. Right. <laughs> but then they did it in a little bit of a different way that was unique. And then after that, it was really hard to make a unique premise. Yeah. And then um, Freddy Krueger ended up being able to be successful because he did the weird twist where he could kill you in your dreams. dreams. Mm-hmm. And then really, those are the three that are even like, there's no other iconic people like those three until um, the Texas ghost. Chainsaw. Oh, he's older. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre was older. Was it? But it wasn't. He wasn't in a he wasn't work alone it was like a whole family of killers takes oh. change massacre is kind of interesting interesting cool um but uh like ghostface managed to be successful yeah and the reason it was successful because it was it was very similar to halloween but it was like also kind of funny in a way yeah that was its unique thing and so mm-hmm. to be able to have a successful movie like that you have to have a little bit of a twist right because the generic stuff has already been done very well right yeah so I guess our twist is some weird clone crap coming yep. from the mind of baby Carter in the mind of eight year old Carter. <laughs> so, um, that was a nice two episodes on the same topic. Um, thank you for waiting an entire week and listening to both. Mm-hmm. Um, this was one I'm a little bit more proud of. I yeah. liked this one. I like the story. So, um, next week we'll be coming back with a new story. Like a totally unique one. Mm-hmm. No uh, no part twos. Yep. And uh, we will see you then. Let's jump back into the void.